We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show. Getting closer to the end of July. Still waiting on a lot of different things to take place around the NBA, whether it's Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, all kinds of stuff like that. We will talk a bit about some of the latest news today, but we also have another topic we want to get into to kick off the show. By the way, I'm Trevor Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Trevor underscore Lane, joined by Keith Smith at Keith Smith NBA. We're going to talk a little bit about work, work-life balance and how that goes with this profession, because that's something that I struggle with. Keith, I know you have as well. And Ethan Strauss wrote a piece. That was about a week or so ago. We haven't had a chance to address it, though. And I thought it'd be kind of fun to dive into to start. So I guess for starters, Keith, I I have a tough time, especially during July, during this time of year, really separating from all the latest NBA news. And part of that is kind of just the, the nature of the beast. It's the way this business is. But I can also see where it can get to unhealthy levels for, for some people. Yeah, without a doubt. I, I, I know I have to. Uh, just so the other day, perfect example, right? Yeah. The Woj tweet came out at like 2.30 in the morning East yep. Coast time. I have to consciously tell myself after we're through the real first waves of free agency, like I'm not going to look at my phone if I get up in the middle of the night because if I – if I do, I'm going to be, then I'm going to be up and I'm going to be looking at stuff. And like, if I had seen something like that, or it was the Celtics involved, I would have come down to the office. I would have turned on everything. And that would have been in, I would have been up at two 30 in the morning and for who knows how many hours and processing and thinking about that stuff. So yeah, it, it's weird. This is a, it's, um, you and I are no by no means the newsbreakers and no. the scoop hounds like uh, Woj and Shams and Chris Haynes and Mark Stein and you know uh, the piece that uh, Ethan Sherwood Strauss wrote was about Adam Schefter, um, but I think he he referenced the NBA guys in there and there's right now it's we're kind of in trade deadline week for Major League Baseball, so there's a lot of those guys in there too, and I know I can only speak for myself. I don't want that life. I don't want a life where I can't go to the movies. I can't go do something. I can't ever be separated from my phone. I'm getting, you know, at key points in the year, four hours of sleep a night. Like, I don't yeah. want to do that. Like, that's not not what I want to do. I Every once in a while, I get a small scoop. 
and I'll break a little bit of news on that, but that's, and that's more than enough for me. I'm happy to put those things out there and help that uh, news get pushed along. But yeah, I don't know how those guys do that, but even just for us, yeah, you're right, man. It can be, you know, tough at times. And it's weird because it's, different cycles you know, depending yep. on the time of the year and you know that that also makes it really tough too because you're kind of constantly adjusting to different things i will say this on the plus side it's a heck of a lot better than when i was getting up at 5 30 every morning sure. to get ready to go into an office job from nine to five every day well that's that's the the flip side to this and this is why i wanted to address this because you know a lot of people ask about about what this job entails what this is like and all that and both you and i left pretty stable nine to five ish jobs. I, I was a teacher. So I was seven to six essentially because I coached and things like that. But, but still we both had a pretty consistent schedule and now we've transitioned into, into doing this where the sports world doesn't care about your schedule. doesn't care about what other stuff you've got going on. It can be difficult to plan around. I am already personally, like I, I get nervous around this time of year, if I leave the house, you mentioned not going to the movies. That happened. Uh, my my wife, my daughter wanted to go to the movies and it was right after a lot of the Kyrie stuff was coming out. And if, and Chris Haynes just mentioned that it seemed like they were, you know, making progress on talks and I'm, I'm I can't go. I, I, I was not able to, to go and do that. Um, and now I'm looking at, I've got a vacation plan in August and I'm stressing out about that. Like, <laughs> which is which, insane. Like right? that's not how this NBA calendar usually works. Like, Correct. Yeah. But yeah. that's kind of the, the flip side to this. Well, on one hand, we like who can you complain? We talk about sports for a living. Sure. Like, yeah. like that's that's amazing. But then these are first of that, world career problems. Right. Right. But, degree, yes. But because of that and because of now how connected we are to our phones, there is no leaving. Like I know we talk we hear all the time about teachers and taking work home and, and all that kind of stuff. And yes, that that happens. But. When I left my teaching job, when I left at the end of the day, I was just focused on family. Now I get, you know, my, my wife will tell me her, her number one complaint is I'm not present enough, even though I'm always here, right? I'm not present enough because there's stuff that's going on around the NBA. I always have to have, especially this time of year, an eye on my phone, keeping an eye out in case news breaks, in case something happens. We've got to be able to get that analysis out. And again, that's the, the give and take of it where it's easy to become so absorbed into all of this stuff that, again, what is a fun job and a career, and I, I wouldn't trade it. I love what I do. I love, I, and I know you love what, what you get to do as well, but there's a downside to it and a sacrifice that comes with it where essentially you feel like you are always on. There's no days off. There's no real time off or anything like that. And that's just the nature of a 365 day a year news cycle that the NBA has essentially become. Yeah, absolutely. And I think I know I need to be better about saying when I am turning it off, I am turning it off. Like I am going to be focused right. here. I, uh, you know, 99% of the time I don't ever miss, uh, my daughter's soccer games mm -hmm. um every once in a while I'll miss them if it like there was a playoff game and and i put out a tweet in the heat of the moment where i was angry like i miss my kid's soccer game for this mess because the celtics played like garbage and lost and you know and a lot of people are like oh yeah you know and it still pops up every now and again um but anyway it's one of, number one don't ever hit send when you're angry right like, <laughs> try it and then delete it um so lesson learned here hopefully i'll probably make that mistake 10 or 12 more times uh, you know, in the next uh, few months. But anyway, I am 
I try to be very focused with that stuff. But yeah, like when we eat dinner, I have my phone propped up and it's usually on Twitter and I'm scrolling through while we eat dinner. Right. Uh, God forbid a notification dings, then I'm all over it, right? Then right. I'm immediately picking it up. Um, I think part of the reason why like I am so attached to the Marvel stuff is because I make a conscious effort for that 30 minutes if it's a TV show, two hours or so if it's a movie, to try to be present in just doing that oh, that's interesting um, that's i think part of my attraction to those things is i do that um you know but rarely like like a little later tonight i'm gonna put a baseball game on yeah i'm gonna sit and just watch the baseball game i'm gonna be doing other stuff and and it's very different right at this time of year than it is in season um in season there's a i feel a little bit more tethered to a schedule Right. Um, because it is, you know, it's kind of you're you're going from game to game and you know what your pregame coverage is, you know what your post the game itself. There's a rhythm to it. Yeah, you know what your post game is. Um, but even on those nights, like I was explaining to a friend just this past week, um, I was trying to tell him in season. So the Celtics generally play if it's a home game, seven thirty PM Eastern. So game will end roughly ten o'clock. Then by the time we finish post game though it's going to be somewhere in the 11 30 to 12 range mm -hmm. at that point for me covering a celtics game i'm going to then start mapping out what i want to do for the next day's article that's going to go up so i'll start putting all that together um i'll have another game on and i'll be half watching and paying attention to that while i'm mapping this out sometimes if i know i'm super busy the next day I'll dive right back in and start rewatching the Celtics game to try to confirm all the things I took notes on uh, throughout the course of the day. And then anybody reads my stuff at Celtics blog knows I put up, I try to by 10 uh, or 11 the next morning have the takeaways column posted. But in order to get all that done, which is and, and just to, to break in here, which is phenomenal. I don't, <laughs> I, I'm not a Celtics guy, but I read your takeaway stuff and, I, and I'm like, how did he pull this much information in the amount of time that he did it? It is, it's a Herculean task. And I give you all the credit to be able to pull something like that off because it, it's, it's amazing. The stuff that you I put together that. post game. Thank you. Yeah, no, I appreciate it. And it's, it's, that's why I watch the games twice so that I can, and every once in a while, if it's a 30 point game for the entire second half, I openly admit I don't watch the entire second half and no, no one needs to relive those. Right. And, and I also know my readers don't really care about, Hey, what did uh, Luke Cordette do with five minutes left with the Celtics down 40? Like no one cares about that. Right. But anyway, I put together those, but so on an average night, I'm not kind of going to bed until sometime around two, three, three AM. Now, and before I started doing just NBA, I was up between five 30 and six the next day every single morning yep. because I would do drop off for, for my daughter. I would get up, we'd get ready. I would take her to school. Then I'd go in and I'd be in the office every day till, you know, generally around five, five 30, um, in the office. And then it'd be head home. I, you know, a lot of times shovel dinner, you know, down and then get right back into it and watching games again. I also now every once in a while, if it's, if it's one of those nights where there's only like two games, or three games, it's a very light night on the schedule. I'll record those games and then I'll say, Hey, let's watch something. Let's catch yeah. up on some shows. Let's catch up on DVR. Because if I don't, I know this uh, for me, I, I'm content to watch basketball all the time. If that was all, I literally told a friend, if I could have just basketball and Marvel stuff, I think I'd be okay. 
that's, hey, that's, that's basically my my TV watching habits. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's basketball. Yeah. This, this is why we get along, Keith. Despite the Lakers, this is why why the show works. <laughs> that's right. Um, but I think for my family, it's important that I sit down and watch these other yeah. things. And it's not that I don't enjoy them too. Like I do, like I think tonight we'll probably sit and watch, I don't know whether it'll be the office or big bang theory or whatever. We'll just kind of plop um, until the baseball game starts and we'll, we'll do that. But yeah, it is. I have to have those other times because otherwise I can tell you right now you burn out very, very quickly. And also I think different for you and I, we are not necessarily going to like, we're not, covering it like beat writers we're at all 82 Correct. games we're traveling and it's like oh hey i'm gonna see my friend in portland tonight and we're gonna go get dinner or whatever it is like like we don't have a lot of it for us is we're home and we're covering from the couch and you know it's that's how i call it you know it's more often i'm sitting here at the, in the office but we're not going to all these games in person and we're certainly not traveling with the team around the country so you're not getting those built-in matters and that's not to say we're working harder than beat writers are because they're also dealing with all the travel headaches and all this oh, other yeah. stuff. And ask any beat writer if you get a chance. Nothing sucks more than, all right, we're on a back-to-back, and I got to get from Cleveland to Milwaukee tonight, and now my flight's delayed, and I don't know how I'm going to get there. And, yep. You know, all that stuff. And, and it's anytime you're around the beat writers, they're always kind of asking the PR guys, or even sometimes they'll go direct to the coaches and be like, hey, no no shoot-around tomorrow, right? Because, you know, <laughs> you know cause then, then, then they don't, they, they know I can sleep in. I don't have to get up and, right. you know, come yeah it's um that's probably the biggest thing that'll change for me is now i can get a reasonable night's sleep because i'll sleep until you know sometimes 7 38 o'clock um a lot of naps in my world like each afternoon i try to get in get in some kind of nap um usually after i pick up my daughter from school um that's the one thing I 100% love about this yes. job now is that flexibility. I can do school drop off and pick up and I don't have to worry about those things anymore. I can run and get lunch in the middle of the day. Um, if I need to go to a doctor's appointment, I need to take time out of my other job to do that. So there are, there are a million benefits. I also, you know, I sit home all day. I wear, I wear literally basketball shorts 365 days a year now. Pretty much, you know, um, uh, unless it's cold here in Florida, pretty rare, but cold right. for us. I'll throw a pair of sweatpants on. But yeah, it's it is tough. But the, the idea of turning off is really, really hard, it especially is. at this time of year, because, you know, you, you know, you and I, I mean, we're still texting each other sometimes at two in the morning. Oh, yeah. Like, All right. Hey. You know, let's have, we're not, you know, it's not always, all right, let's, you know, boot up and get a show up, but it's, all right, add this to the, to the dock for tomorrow. So mm -hmm. we remember to talk about it and those kind of things. And, you know, and if it is big enough, then it is, all right, let's, you know, figure this out. When do we need to record? Is it first thing in the morning? Do we, do we fire things up now in the middle of the night? And, and it, it is hard. Well, and, and I was the same way as you in terms of, I spent a long time working two jobs, right? Where I was a teacher and I was doing this stuff as well. Um, and the basketball side just grew and grew and grew and grew and grew. Um, and now I, I can focus just on basketball. But looking back now, I'm like, good, how, you know, as, as exhausting as it can be now, I'm like, how did I, how did I do this? How did I teach and do this at the same time? It's, it's crazy. But this is the part of the reason why I wanted to talk about this is because I get people all the time, all the time that are asking, Hey, can we work with you guys? What, what can I do? How can I get into this? What, you know? And I think it's important to understand, like, to to make it to get to where you want to go. Number one, it's extremely competitive, but it's not as 
I don't think that a lot of people walk into it just saying, oh, I just get to talk about sports all day and that's it. And this is just a piece of cake job and it's and it's easy. But I do think there's a misunderstanding of how difficult it is of the sacrifices that you do make in order to in order to do this. And that was why I wanted to, to discuss this here, because, yeah, like I I mean, I, I've got my vacation plan for August and that's going to be the first one that I've taken in years because i've been i've been on it's not like i take saturdays and sundays off or anything like that and neither do you this is um this is something that you have to be i don't know if obsessed is the word that i want to use but you have to be extremely driven and extremely focused on this one topic and the caution that i always give people that are looking to get into this are you okay with sacrificing your passion your hobby by turning it into your job do you love it enough to make it a job and for me i find that still if when i've got free time if i'm cleaning the house or whatever and my mind waters waters wanders it goes to basketball and so that's where i know i'm still you know i'm good i don't have other stuff that i'm that i wish i was doing i wish i was doing something else my mind just instinctively goes to basketball and so i'm like this is stuff i'm going to be thinking about anyway but if that's not you then it, it's much more difficult to take something that you might be passionate about because you focus on it three times a week during the evenings, there's a game on or something like that. And then your brain shuts off and you're on to other stuff, taking that and trying to take that passion and turn it into a career and a job. And I'm not trying to dissuade anybody from attempting to, to get into this, but sometimes what you can do is you can take something that you love and make, and make that no longer the case. And so you have to be, be careful that you don't ruin something that you that you really enjoy by trying to turn it into something that you're doing as a career. Yeah, I 100% agree with everything you just said. A lot of the people who reach out to us for advice are generally right there in their early 20s. They're yeah. wrapping up school and they want to they want to cover if they're reaching out to us it's generally the NBA. Every once in a while be I just want to cover sports or yeah. you know whatever it is. And and I think the good news is the barriers to entry are way different than they used to be right it used to be zero basically yeah you better go to journalism school then you're going to cover high school sports for years and then maybe you'll become the backup beat writer on the baseball beat if you're in a baseball city and then you know you eventually maybe you'll eventually land as the beat writer here and then do that for 20 years and then maybe you can be a general columnist or whatever if you wanted to do it on the tv side it was all right you're gonna go and be a production assistant and you're going to intern and you're going to go on auditions and do all this and the local sports teams and all that and then eventually maybe you'll land you know covering the team for you know espn or you know your local news or whatever it is now it's different right you and i get to do this you know near every day and mm-hmm. one of us went to school for this this isn't what we uh you know uh, interned to do or anything like that so so that part of it is great you have that ability you know i i told someone the other day that they're like you know, I, I just, you know, I want to, you know, get to the point where I have the following you guys have on YouTube, which also makes me smile because it's like, oh man, people want to have our following on YouTube. Right. And there's like a hundred people. I'm like, man, I'd kill to have that audience. Right. But <clears throat> what makes me but, laugh? Hey, about, we're almost at 20,000 now. No, we're almost there. So tell a few friends, or if you're watching for the first time, hit that subscribe button, please. Mm-hmm. And push us over the top. Um, but anyway, I look at this and I say to myself is, well, you can. You know, get a mic, get a camera, and do it. You know, um, you know, it's it's probably gonna be bad at first. I think the first few podcasts I ever did, 
God, I I hope they're scrubbed from all internet oh. being so bad. I've I've found some of mine. My my phone will occasionally default if I like if I finish an episode of my my Lakers Nation podcast. If I'm listening through it, and I kind of want to get a feel for how it sounds. It'll kick back to like the first episode that I've got, and it's like so jarring and <laughs> gross. Just, and I have to I have to shut it off as quick as I can. It yeah, it's not yeah. Good. It's almost like who is it? Who are these guys? Right. And that's not to say we're perfect by any means. No, now, especially not me. Um, with this, there's still times when I'll get somebody will be like, "Hey, look at the camera every once in a while," right? And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I forget sometimes to do that. I'll get focused on something else." Um, but it's but you can do it now. I loved what you said about is, do you love it enough to make it your job? Because that's where it becomes very different. Can't tell you the number of people who I know who have gotten into doing this, covering the NBA. They last about two seasons. And mm-hmm. then like, you know what? I, just, I don't even like it anymore. Yeah. And I made a promise to myself. If I ever got to the point where it's like, I don't want to watch a basketball game or I don't want to think about it. It's, it's time to, to do something different because then that means I'm, I'm hitting, hitting a point. Are there times when I'm happy to shut down? Yes, but that's sure. shut down for that's a different. couple hours. Um, but if I ever get to the point where I'm like, yeah, I, just, I, I don't want to watch that game tonight, that's 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 very different than, you know, all right, I need to take a little bit of a break and then I'll come back to it there. Um, you know, the, the other things that I tell people too is you have to be willing to put the work and the effort in. Because yeah. you're not just going to step right into an immediate audience to a bunch of people reading your stuff. And, and it can even thankless. exactly, yeah, it can be because early on you're grinding for, you know, all right, here it is. I often say this this is meant with all sincerity. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I fondly think back to when I had very few followers on Twitter, Mm -hmm. but they were like the loyal followers who read like everything. And they were always like, you could interact and stuff. And I didn't have trolls, right? I wasn't big enough and nobody cared Mm -hmm. enough to bother trolling. And there's times now where, you know, where my following has grown enough um, as an individual where it becomes like, no matter what I write, I'm going to get someone's going to fire back on it one way or the other and, and they're so, trying to get you to respond because exactly. your account is big is big enough to where you responding regardless of what it is is a win for yeah, them I do it all yep. the time yep all yeah, the time and so many times i do it and i'm like 
I shouldn't have done that because yep. no matter what I say, it's giving them what what they yep. want. And that's exactly. It. They get exactly what they want out of this. And I'll, I'll say the vast majority of, of the people that, that follow me on, yep. on social media are not that. And I really enjoy discussing basketball Absolutely. with everybody. But every, you get people that try to come at you when you put something out there. where And then you realize no matter what I said, they were going to try to. It's the, the hot take culture and all that. And so then, yeah, there's there's that that you have to deal with. And it takes some time to adjust to. People are going to say stuff to me that's not what I want to hear, and they're going to say stuff that's that can be kind of mean, that can be offensive, and, and things okay. like that. But they're doing it because they want the response. Yeah, there's there's times when I'm like, "Who raised you? Like, yeah. like you're gonna like you don't know me. Like, and you would never say this to a stranger in yeah. your real life. But it's just, you know, everybody gets a little bit tougher. You know, it's that that keyboard cowboy, that keyboard courage that you yep. get right. You're ready to go. But and you're absolutely right. Ninety nine point nine percent of my followers are incredible. And they're the nicest people in the world. And when I do come across some of them somewhere or somebody will every once in a while, someone will write an email that says like, Hey, you know, I really just wanted to say this. We get those comments all the time on the show, um, which is amazing. You know, so we, we love you guys. It um, makes it so much easier to ignore the other one. Yes, absolutely. Cause you know, people appreciate, you know, what you're doing and all that stuff. And on this show for me, it means even more too, cause we're doing a league wide show. It's very easy Right. If all I posted was the Celtics are awesome. Yeah. 90% of my followers are like, yeah, they are. Right. You could be like, the Lakers are great. And 90, maybe not right in the moment. Maybe not right, right now. <laughs> but 90% of your followers are going to be, yeah, man, the Lakers are awesome. When we're like, yeah, I didn't really like the offseason for T Max. And then it really, I appreciate when one of their followers comes in and is like, yeah, I kind of agree. But anyway, back to the, the topic at hand here is, you got to be thick skinned. You got to be willing to work. You got to put the effort in. You have to be willing to take re- rejection. Be okay with not everybody's going to like what you write. And you have to be okay with feedback too. I, when I first started writing, when I was offered the chance to write, um, it was at Real GM. And I remember saying, like, I've been really written since college. So I don't know, like, how good this is going to be. And it was just right. We'll get you there. We'll, we'll figure it out. And there were things that, Kind of had to be hammered into me. Like, stop saying this. Stop repeating this phrase. Yep. Um, we have crutch phrases. I know I have them verbally that I go to all the time um, that are my crutch phrases verbally. Writing, it's easier for me now to cut them out because I see them. Um, but it'll be one of those things where you just got to, you know, editors, they're never your enemy. They're your friends. They're trying to help you get better. They're trying to, you know, really improve stuff because for them, it only improves it because otherwise, they put crap out there. It comes back on from their boss on them. I'm like, why did you post this garbage? Right. You know, yep. and that's not opinion related. That's more just, hey, this looks like it was written by a third grader, right? And it doesn't make sense. It doesn't flow. Um, for me, I constantly have to edit myself for length. Um, I need to learn how to do that verbally because I love the sound of my own voice and talk way too much. This literally should probably be at times called the NBA front off show with Keith. Trevor gets to talk occasionally. Um, <laughs> but I know written now, I know what I'm trying to hit. I, they've gotten better about getting my point across. And I've also gotten a little bit better about loosening up. And especially, I read a lot about the cap and salary stuff. I've got to be a little, if you can't have fun with that stuff, man, you, you might as well be. It becomes dry very quickly when you're just doing but, nothing. 
and stuff. Exactly. I try to have a little bit of fun with it. I try to make it digestible. But anyway, take that feedback. Take it in from all corners. People are trying to be helpful. And even sometimes it helps when it's not offered in just a you suck way, but a, you know, hey, I don't like this. You know, I don't like what you said. And for me, it often helps inform me of like, hey, maybe I'm the one who's wrong here. You have to be open to that. Maybe I'm wrong about this and I need to go back and look. And I can't say how many times I've gone back and looked at something and I'm like, wow, I was off. Like that guy was better than I thought or that player is worse than I thought and those things because I always own. Nobody knows their their teams and players better than the fans of those teams and players. Now, you have to couch it with sometimes it goes too far, right? Exactly. And it goes too far in both directions. It's, you know, this guy sucks. He's awful. Get him off our team. And everybody else is like, I'll take him. He's really not that bad. Um, there's a moment within Celtics fandom where everything that could go wrong was Grant Williams' fault forever, for a whole year plus. And then it turned into, all right, let's, you know, be a little bit more reasonable here on Grant. He's a second year player. Not to beat up on him so much. And last year, but he's like, wow, Grant's pretty good. And it's like, he was okay last year. Like he wasn't, you know, yes, he was better this year, but you know, and I know you have those guys with the Lakers too. And then there's those guys who are, he's not that good. And everybody's like, this guy's amazing, right? Let's pump him up and those kind of things. So, but I'm always willing to listen and do that stuff. But the idea of Ethan's article with Adam Schefter was like, he basically said he never says no. Yeah. Um, and for me, one, I'm not doing that work. So thankfully I'm not in that position, but yeah, I like being able to say no once in a while. Now I was a little bit more, I think conditioned. Um, we had a saying for those who don't know, if you're just checking in, you know, newer listener or watcher, um, I worked for Disney for almost 20 years. There's a saying at Disney of we work when others play. Um, people are on vacation and it used to be, you know, people would be like, man, you guys have to work on Christmas day. Yeah. Because imagine if you came here on a trip and it was like, Hey, we're closed on Christmas. Right. <clears throat> and you'll know, go to the magic kingdom ride rides that day. Cause we're, we're not working. You got to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Cause you know, the hotel restaurants are closed or anything like that. Right. You'd be livid. So it's just part of the gig that comes with working for Disney. And I can't tell you how many times I ate Thanksgiving at 10 o'clock at night. But we did Christmas at seven in the morning because I had to go in for a shift in the afternoon. It was just how it worked. And, you know, I was very, very fortunate to pretty early on in my career get into more uh, support roles where I wasn't having to do those things and different stuff. But I was always very conscious of, all right, schedules are going to be a little bit weird and all that stuff. But that's why it doesn't bother me when it's Christmas Day and I got to cover a game. You know who it does bother at times? It bothers my family. Now, yep. Daughter's older, right? You're still going through where it's like, I just got this toy. Let's play with it, right? Because your right. daughter's enough. Here. Mine is older where it's like, cool, thanks for this. And she's off on her phone. And, you know, it's, I don't need you guys anymore. So Mom and dad aren't cool it. anymore. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Now, now, then it's almost like, hey, I want to play. Like, yeah. can we play with the toy? Um, But I say to, you know, all the time, like, I'm very fortunate with them to have a position where it is not – they get it. And if you don't have that support structure, you're going to fail too. I'm at this as well. You have to have those people who will support you doing this kind of stuff because it's going to be tough because it sucks. I remember it was one of my first years doing this even part-time. I had a good friend who was like, hey, I'm getting married. It was the week of summer week. And I was like, I'm going to be in Las Vegas. Sorry. Like I, I, yeah. I couldn't go because I already had everything booked. I already had everything planned to go to summer league that year. And I was like, 
I'm just not going to be able to be there. And it was like, that stuff happens, right? It's all part of it. And you just know, I mean, my family, it's funny. I think I may, I know Trevor knows this. It may have said it on the show every single year, the NBA finals ends and my mom and my sister are like, Oh good. Now you get to take a break. And I'm like, no. Are you kidding? It's just now getting busy. It's just you know, getting I started. Just, I have yep. to remind them every year. And it's like, and now it's like, normally we're done by this time. Normally we'd be shut down and we'd be like, dude, what are we going to talk about? There's a little bit of that going on, but there's still major news stories yeah. kind of sitting out there and there's, you know, other shoes waiting to drop that are different. And, you know, it just, it, it's just where the league is headed now. I think we're going to see more and more of this where everything is stretching to be year round in all of these sports. And it's, it's, you know, all right. Hey, I think this week works, but I think for guys like me and you who aren't relying on no one's coming to us to break news right? right they may be looking to us to analyze it we need to be better about saying all right it happened and i'm not going to talk about it for a week right. it is yeah. what it is and off i go and go do this i'm hoping for you you'll be able to do that when you go on your vacation because the we'll last see. thing i want you being like hey brought my mic i'm gonna plug in i'm already i'm already picturing like there's something is gonna happen that i'm gonna have to weigh in on from the beach or something like that but fortunately i am gonna have I'm going to have some of the guys from Lakers Nation covering and, and all of that. But, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've literally had times where we had, we had family come out to visit and we were all like literally walking out the door to go to a restaurant and news broke. And I went, sorry, I can't go. Yep. And, and I stayed and they all went to dinner and I, and I worked and that's that, you know, that's the life sometimes. And, yep. and we know too, you also know, when a story has to be covered right away and when it can wait. Absolutely. Yeah. There's a, there's a big difference and you start to get a sense for what that is yeah. once you get more, more experience in this, but that, that's something too, where something will break and I'll go, Oh, okay, well this, this has a little bit of a shelf life. I can talk about this five hours from now. No big deal. There's other times where it's like, Oh my God, this trade just went down. I got to go now. Yeah. Right. Like there's, and, and we generally try to plan our lives around that, right? Like I know, and I know you did some of the same where it was, all right, it's trade deadline week. I'm going to take at least off of work. I'm going to take Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. So yep. I'm off the day before and trade deadlines almost always on a Thursday, the off deadline day, and they'll be off the day after to recover. And I know there'll be radio and all this other stuff. Um, I would always take uh, vacation days around the draft, usually the day before and after uh, day before of and after the draft. Um, I would always take time off around the start of uh, free agency. And then for generally it was then all right, that would flow right into summer league. So I'd take time off there. But again, talk about the sacrifice side. Can't tell you how many times it was like, Hey, I'm going to Las Vegas. You, I have a room. You guys want to come? And I remember the second time my wife and daughter being like, we went last year. Like, I don't want to go again. You know, to, you don't get to hang out with us anyway. Yeah, exactly. You're never here. You're, yeah. you're gone. You know, you, you come back into the room at midnight and then you're gone from the room by 11 the next morning. And yep. like, maybe we got breakfast together. So yeah, that does that, that that's part of it too. Right. Is, is, trying to plan and be very planful about your schedule. That's why at times if we're a little like, Oh, would this Kevin Durant trade just happen already? It's because it's like, we should be heading into the point where it should be like, I should be able to shut down here for a couple of weeks. And it's yep. just our, our, after years of being out of rhythm, we're finally like, Oh, we're finally back on the right calendar. You know, with the NBA, we're in the right rhythm and, and now we're not. So it's just, you know, but again, it's, I hesitate to, make it like man these two guys hate it because it's it's not that you know it's it's just it's oh no know, no 
I look no, at it I, as right, we all complain about our jobs. Sure. Uh, you know, it's a, what's that old Drew, Drew Carey line? You know, oh, you know, yeah. It, welcome to the club. Uh, we all complain about our jobs. Our, our jobs suck and we all meet at the bar. Like, like there's, you know, there's truth to that with every job. What, no, I don't know any single person who wakes up literally every day and is like, yay, everything's great every day of, you know, <laughs> of my, my work life. I, I still haven't met that person. Even if you that, do. That's a, that's a heavily, shall we say, medicated person. Yeah, right? I, would, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you do love, and we do 99% of the days, there are those handful of days where it's like, ah, oh, come on. Like right now, for me personally, we're kind of there. It's a little like, come on, let's get moving with this. Cause you know, I, they, um, and for me, I'm running out of time here to do anything because our daughter goes back to school to, in two weeks. So here in Florida, so we're already right back on top of like, then it becomes, all right, well now we can't do anything because school and soccer and all that has started and we're right back in that world again. So it's like, yeah, this was all supposed to be done. Like July 15th, everything's supposed to basically wrap up with the end of summer league again. Here we are. But you know, on the flip side, we're not having to go search out like, oh, hey, this team's looking at this guy from, uh, you know, the third division of Europe right. and maybe bringing him over. Let's get a whole show out of it. We do have topics we can get into, which is Correct. nice. Yes, yes, exactly. And I, and I agree. I don't want to put out there that, like, I dislike yeah. what we do or anything. No, I love what I do. I love the, that we get to do this. I feel very, very fortunate to be able to do what we do. I just want to make sure that that people do understand that there's there's a trade-off here. There's there's all kinds of difficulties that come along with it. And for the people, because we do get asked so often about what it's you know what it takes to to get to do this kind of stuff, it's there there are sacrifices that you wind up having to make um, in order to do this. And there's no guarantee that it that you're going to be successful at it. And it is a grind. It takes years and years and years and years. To, to make any kind of progress, it can be thankless. And it, so it's got to be something that you really love, that you're passionate about, and that you're kind of going to be doing anyway. That's that's really kind of the key. If this is something that you're going to be thinking about, if something that, that you're going to enjoy doing, regardless of whether or not you're in the business and, and you're making a living at it or anything, that's that's really what you have to figure out before you before you attempt to get into something like this. But um, Hey, I will say this too, just yeah. on that topic. And you mentioned it before, like I'm doing the laundry or whatever, and I'm thinking about basketball. Yeah, I was literally today. I was the the puppy is digging right now, and he's not even a puppy; he's a year old, and he loves to dig. And I was out filling in his holes in the backyard that he's dug, and I'm literally while I'm filling that, listening to a podcast about the NBA, and in my mind, I'm thinking like, yeah, you know, what would their rotation look like? Right. Yep. <laughs> yep. But yeah, I'm totally there. Like, yeah, anytime my mind wanders it almost always wanders to some basketball related topic or whatever and i will say too um i want to close for my thoughts with this is we we very much appreciate when people reach out whether it be for you know can i help you with x um we've had we even here on front office show can i intern for you guys one is we have no capacity to take on an intern i think we're both kind of believers in like the internship system is kind of crappy if you're not getting paid for it and we don't feel great about that. So um, we're not in that position to bring somebody on and say that. And then I know the next, I'll do it unpaid. Yeah, but you shouldn't have to, right? Go find somebody who will pay you. Um, I will say piece of advice when you get paid for something, do it to the best of your ability and do it on time because otherwise you're not holding up your fair end of the bargain with that. Um, 
but know your worth and know your value. If somebody says like, Hey, I want to pay you, you know, $5 for, you know, 15 articles a week, say no, that's, you know, right. that's not worth it. But I will say with even like this show, um, our like pre-show can range anywhere from five to 30 minutes, depending mm -hmm. on what we have to talk about. But, but that's not on, really it because we're both on top of everything all day, all news, following all the news. Each other all day long. Yeah. Like, hey, make sure we put this in the show notes. Make sure we right. do this. And then after the fact, I appreciate you because then you do all the rest of it. Right. You do all the work to make sure the show gets posted and goes to where it needs to be. I literally turn off the camera and I move on to the next thing I'm going to do. Um, but so I appreciate that you've taken on all that stuff. It's also if I did it, I don't even know. I wouldn't even begin to know how to do those things. So, so I'm very thankful that you're my partner doing all this stuff, but it is, it's not just turn on the camera, turn on the mics, talk for 30 minutes to an hour. And then that's it. There's right. way more that goes into this. And, and then you got to promote and you got to tweet, you got to do all this stuff. And I'll say too, for the writing side, I know you don't do as much writing anymore, yeah. um, but on the writing side, I know you, when you used to, you know, this too. It is not sit down, open a Word document, and just start writing. That happens every once in a while. You get inspired with that. But there are hours of research that I put into stuff. I'm pulling stuff together. I'm writing outlines. I'm putting all this stuff together. So if it takes me two, three hours to write an article, I've probably spent two, three, four, five, six more hours on that. Then it's get it posted, self-edit take the edits back from somebody else. I'm fortunate to work with good editors who every once in a while I'm like, yeah, it just doesn't work. Like go back and rework it. And then it'll go back and rework that and get into it there. Um, and then after the fact, then it's the promotion of it. Um, a lot of times that'll trigger then somebody, which I'm very thankful and fortunate of people think enough. I work. I know they did for you when you were writing, or if you did a Lakers nation video, then somebody wants you on their radio show to talk mm -hmm. about the opinion just put out into the world so there's it is not again just sit down and write um i know people who are really talented writers but i don't know a single one of them that just opens a blank word document every time and just writes and that's right. it and then they're done an hour later and goes when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There are certain things you can do that with. If it's, you know, T-Max made a training camp signing. You know, I know you could probably get the Lakers Nation video sketched out, written, recorded, posted in, you know, 20 minutes. Right. I can write those in five to 10 minutes. And those are different of, that's, that's repetition. That's stuff that we've been doing yep. for that's years yep. to get it's to right. get to that point. Yep. Yeah. And it's, and I'll tell you, it's really hard. So uh, I'm not going to say who it was. We had a writer on Celtics blog. He was like, hey, can I write some of the news pieces? And we're like, yeah, because quite honestly, those are those and gamers, um, which are oh, game gamers. recaps. Those are the ones like nobody really ever no. wants to write. But they're often the lifeblood of your site because that's what gets people pulled in, right? Because people want to read. Um, they want to comment on it and those kind of things. But anyway, with this guy, who's like, can I write a newser? And we're like, yeah, next one that comes in, you can do. We got one that's relatively minor. All right, I'm going to write it up. Hour goes by. 
dude, where are you at with that newser? I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Send it to us. <laughs> it's like 1500 words long. And it's like, dude, a newser needs to be like 300 words. This is what happened. This is, this is it. You dove into analysis and everything. And you wrote else. an editorial exactly. instead of, yeah. The news is this was what happened and get it up. And it was just, it's just funny. And now for me, like I can write those newsers very, very quickly, almost sometimes to the point where I'll go back in the first self-edit and I'll be like, oh man, typo, 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 typo. Cause it's just, it's about speed. You're just trying to get those up and post it. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just, but yeah, those reps, but that's how you gain them. Right. So if you want to cover a team and you join one of those sites to cover a team, I'll tell you at Celtics blog. First thing we're going to do is tell you, you got to do gamers. Like yep. you're going to have to sign up and do some those gamers. Are, those are, those are a grind and they're thankless and, yeah. I've done There's, them. You've done them. We've oh, all, yeah. all and yeah. I'm glad I'm not doing, doing I them anymore. Do them. I tend to be because everybody knows I'm watching every game. Um, and sometimes we have members of the team that they've, they've, they're, they're not doing this for a job. So they're doing other things and everybody knows you get stuck or anything happens. Your cable goes out, you, you lost the connection or whatever it is. I've got it. Let me know. And I'll still pitch it and do them every once in a while. And it's funny because now I'm really bad at them. Like I don't do them enough. So I'm, I'm not good at writing a good gamer anymore, but like, yeah, you got to do your gamers. You're going to do your news stuff. Not everybody's going to come in and drop in, you know, here's my 2000 word editorial on this. You know, the other thing, my last piece of advice I'll give anybody is don't go out there and tell everybody like I wrote 10,000 words on this subject. Nobody cares. And all it's going to do is make anybody say, I'm not reading all that. That's too yeah. much. You know, learn it. ELDR. That's it. Yeah. Learn to get in and out of your points, hit, hit them quicker and, you know, do what you got to do. Try to keep those things, you know, thousand words, 1200 words. If you're really deep into it. And if you are, you better have your transitions and your breaks. Right. Cause you know, your readers, they just, they don't want to read stuff that's going to take 15 minutes to read. You know, if they do that, they might as well pick up a magazine or a book. Um, they're not going to read your you know, long analysis. And a lot of times I find really, really great work gets lost because people are there. And I, it's a lesson I needed to hit. I need to do better here of, I don't have to say every single little point and why I do it is my fear is somebody's going to come back and say, yeah, but you didn't talk about this. I'm like, right. Oh, I, I wanted to, but I was trying to cut it out. Like, yeah. So, you know, but those, those are things we'll do more of this. Maybe we'll do a live one uh, later we this should. summer or, or later it, this off season. In fact, I mean, this is on the fly, but I'm looking at our news topics for today. I don't see anything that we couldn't just talk about tomorrow. Yeah, there isn't anything out there. Today. We're we're already at the the forty yep. plus minute mark for this for this show. So I I think maybe and you know despite me off the top saying that we had some new stuff to get into, I think we should we should just keep it at this. Just yeah. that we talked about it, and I should have known that once we got talked to, talking oh, yeah. about what we are most passionate about, that we would wind up going going over what we planned to do. By you the way, should little, have known you texted me a few years ago and said, Hey, want to restart for an office show? That's, that's when you should have known. <laughs> just to, just to peel back the curtain. So every, we have stopped, by the way, we stopped doing this. We used to, before our show started, I used to say, Oh, you know, we've got, we've probably got about 20 minutes worth of stuff here. Or this is about 30 minutes or whatever. Just double it. Whatever I said, double it. Because that was what we ended up taking up. We always went, went way longer than I ever thought that we, that we would um, on, on each topic. And so anytime that I look at a show and I just think, oh, well, you know, this this should be a quick show. I, I don't say it anymore because it's not going to happen. And we have knocked out a couple of 
quicker shows recently. quicker but quicker, quicker for us is like 20 plus minutes which is also why the clips channel exists now you can exactly. go run off the show clips channel you can find that if you're really only interested in, in certain topics yep. i will say too we kept we we did start pushing to do shorter shows for a brief period of time and the feedback was overwhelming don't We want longer shows. We want more in depth. Um, That's why we're watching and listening to this show. So, so that's why we're sticking with, with the longer side on stuff. Cause that's what you guys seem to want. So, you know, in open, you know, we said it, we're open to the feedback, you know, drop it in there. Let us know, you know, whatever it is you guys are thinking about with that. We know this was a very different kind of show was not the intention to go this long, but that's as Trevor said, that's how it goes. So here's, here's what I would like, because We've talked for 45 minutes now on this on this topic, but we've really just we're it's the tip of the iceberg here. We've got uh, tons of different things that we can talk about in terms of being involved in this business. So obviously this was different than a typical show. So what I want ideally would be feedback. So yes, NBA front office listeners, front officers, whatever front runners, whatever we decided to call call everybody, let us know in the comment section if you listened through and you got this far. Did you like this show? Did you like that we discussed this stuff? Or or is this, eh, not that it, you just go back to doing the news and, and NBA breakdowns and all that kind of stuff. I'm curious to, to see what people thought about this. Did you find it interesting? Again, we both love talking about this stuff. We could talk about it forever. Is this something that we should incorporate more often? I'd like to get everybody's take on that. So if you could, let us know in the in the comment section what you, what you think. And of course, also, we're getting closer to 20,000 followers over on YouTube. If you wouldn't mind, hit that subscribe button while you're at it help us out we're uh we're almost and if there. you have other questions about the business yes drop them in there shoot us an email whatever um because we'll try to stockpile those and come back to those later um and we'll just you know we'll we'll because there's going to be days you know between now and the Coming end of september we got to plot out our mcu shows exactly yep. yeah and that's no matter what you guys say about that that's not going no. We're going to continue talking about the MCU when we want to. That's, so, that's, a, that's I have a, such a hard time. So analogies are something I'm trying to get better at. But I find that typically what it, my analogies, if I'm trying to compare something, I wind up comparing it to another. Like if I'm trying to compare a player and what he means to that team, I wind up comparing him to another player on another team. And I'm like, no, I want to go somewhere outside of sports. I go to Marvel. <laughs> and I'm like. I gotta, I gotta get out of these I, lanes and. I don't know, man. No, because I may not understand it. <laughs> I may not understand what the reference is going to be if you don't use Marvel or basketball. So that'll be a little tough for me. I will say, I have a good friend. His was his number one piece of feedback. He listens to every episode, and he goes, "Please stop ending every topic with it's going to be interesting." And I was like, "I know, I, I know." It's that that is one of my crutch phrases. Like, it's got, I, I got to get it out of here. Just end the topic with you know. You know, I don't even know that we even need to say we'll see how it goes. Just, you know, you know, that's what we know we're going to see how it goes. Like, that's right. You know, and his thing was, he goes, I'm just waiting for the first one where you're like, man, it's not going to be interesting and you shouldn't care. <laughs> like, you, you know, and I was like, well, we wouldn't put it on the show. He goes, then stop saying it every time, which is valid feedback. So, true. yeah. But true. yeah, no, we, yeah, hit us with more questions if you want to know more about you know, what it is we do and, you know, how we got here. Um, mm-hmm. you know, we're happy to answer those. We'll put, you know, either snippets in the shows or uh, record maybe shorter shows that do just that. But, but yeah, we had this topic floating around out there because I think that article hit home for, I, I don't, it wasn't by any means just the two of us. Uh, a, a lot, lot of, of us in this business. 
I hit that. I had more people, you know, sharing that and being like, you know, we had a, a, a kind of a chat I'm in where it was, it was the topic of discussion for a few hours that morning of like, yeah, it's getting harder and harder to, you know, shut off and turn off. Nice. And that's, you know, and we're, we're not the news breakers. So like, if we're not doing it, like those guys are, they're a different breed. They're, they're never going they're to multiple like, phones and yeah, all that kind of stuff. But just, the, you know, but anyway, we don't need to restate all that again. Yeah. So. All right, everybody. Well, appreciate you for joining us. Let us know in the comment section what you think. Till next time, everybody. See ya and stay safe. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.